Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. To the um, to the Republican candidate's argument that this should be the voters should have the say and not the courts. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with, is the spirit of those Confederates, rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together, uh, and saw, clearly saw, a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy itself. It's clear. Uh, It's clear as day. Well, I think so certainly it's self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, I'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. And no question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway. Welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It's the 23rd of December, year of our Lord, 2023. And we're going to hit right up front the media jerk-off. Those are the choice ones. Here's just some of them. How big of a deal is it? Yeah, you had it right, Gail, when you said this was stunning. But there is legal basis for this. The 14th Amendment exists for a reason. And the 14th Amendment says that someone who is an officer of the United States and who has taken an oath and who then engages in insurrection can't hold office as an officer of the United States. And this, these kinds of cases have been brought with regard to Donald Trump in many states all over the country. And up until now, every state has dismissed these cases on procedural grounds. They've said the Republican Party has a lot of leeway to decide who its nominee is, and so we're not going to inject ourselves at this moment. But Colorado is the first state where they found both that now the Supreme Court has found that he is an officer of the United States, the presidency is an office of the United States, and that he engaged in insurrection, and therefore, under the 14th Amendment, he's disqualified. So, David, let me ask you this. Uh, The Supreme Court will likely rule on this. Is this a shortcut way to get the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not Donald Trump did, in fact, incite an insurrection? 
I don't know if the Supreme Court of Colorado intended it as a shortcut, but that's how it's going to play out. And that's actually probably a good thing. Sort of fits with what the Republican operative told me, that this will supercharge the extremists uh, who believe uh, that democracy is being stolen. So what does this mean for his campaign? Do you anticipate this fundraising email going out being another record? Does this move the needle? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is more jet fuel for this campaign. <laughs> Every time he's had an interaction with the legal system, he has seen a boost among Republicans. And now, once again, I suspect he'll be blessed with, other than Chris Christie, a bunch of opponents who are going to wind up praising him and defending him tonight, just as they have in the other instances. I think for the biggest sort of liberal Trump haters out there, this is like getting drunk at your office Christmas party. Seemed like a good idea on Friday night. Really going to regret it on Monday morning because this <laughs> validates everything Donald Trump has been trying to tell the American people, which is that there's a whole system at the federal and now state level trying to keep me uh, away from the White House. It's rigged. You know all the you know all the language he uses, yep. and this will be evidence for those claims. I'm sure we're going to hear it in Iowa tonight. And and uh, boy, this I I suspect will definitely take the sales out of the Haley. Well, the former president did not waste any time fundraising off of this ruling. His campaign sent out emails immediately trying to fundraise, accusing Democrats of trying to keep Trump off the ballot because he will beat President Biden. So let's start our coverage with CNN's Marshall Cohen. You know this case inside and out. Explain what it means to people this morning. Well, Poppy, good morning. This is a historic level of accountability for January 6th and for Donald Trump's actions on January 6th. Now, as you mentioned, this is probably not the final word because Donald Trump will appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. But for this moment in time, this is a huge dose of accountability and a punishment for January 6th. The Colorado Supreme Court, in a four to three decision ruling that Donald Trump engaged in the insurrection that the insurrectionist ban in the 14th amendment applies to the presidency and that he is ineligible to hold any future office that's the finding from and yes in mississippi after the threats to the four different airports and to the two northern mississippi synagogues on thursday on sunday the bomb threat was to the largest synagogue in the whole state beth israel congregation in jackson they had emergency responders on site all day. All services and programs canceled. They know what to do at Beth Israel and Jackson. They've had to do this before. In 1967, which is just four years after a Klansman murdered Medgar Evers in his driveway in Jackson, in 1967, the Klan also bombed the Beth Israel Synagogue in Jackson, the very same synagogue that was evacuated for the bomb threats this weekend. How does this kind of terroristic menace work? What does it accomplish? Why is this a political tactic? Sometimes it's easier to see in other time periods or in other time places than it is to see in our own. So consider this. Um, it is from our country, but it's from a long time ago, 1939. 1939, a congressional committee took testimony, very high profile testimony, got a lot of attention at the time. Um, they took testimony from one of the most famous army generals in the United States. His name was General George Van Horn Mosley. He goes before the Congress and he testifies in 1939 that he believed there were more than six million communists in the United States of America and more than 90% of them had to be Jews. By then, General Mosley had put himself forward to the leading fascist groups in America as 
a potential military dictator for the United States, which is what they were working for and which is what he thought we needed in this country. And why would we need a dictator instead of our democracy? Well, General Mosley told the Congress in 1939, quote, the first thing I would do if I was in the White House, gentlemen, I would issue an order immediately discharging every communist now in the government of the United States. He told Congress, quote, I believe in watching our breed in America very carefully. He told Congress that Hitler in Germany had, quote, solved the racial problem. By 1939, General Mosley was publicly advocating, a speaking tour, publicly advocating for the sterilization of all Jewish immigrants in America. This man had been deputy chief of staff of the United States Army. If there's some kind of, you know, existential threat that not only lurks in the world, but it's coming from here at home, coming from within somehow, well, you do almost anything to stop it, right? You'd agree to do things you'd never otherwise agree to because it's an emergency. If you get people exercised enough about the threat, if you use just the right words, you get people exercised enough about the threat and who's to blame for the threat, and frankly, who's to blame for everything, doesn't have to be rational, you just get people emotionally exercised enough about it, get people afraid enough about it, and they're liable to do things they would never otherwise agree to. That rhetoric, that propaganda, that language, that political tactic didn't just work in the countries that turned into dictatorships in the 1930s. That political tactic worked on a lot of Americans here just as well as it worked abroad. Because it's an effective political tactic. And, you know, nobody is a Nazi but a Nazi. Nobody is Hitler but Hitler. Nobody is Mussolini but Mussolini, right? There's no point in making, and there's no cause to make any sort of modern analogy to the fascist dictatorships of the 1930s. But we are having this weird moment in American news and politics right now where half the country is shouting about how the Republican presidential nominee keeps quoting those dictators. He keeps saying the kinds of things, the exact kind of things, that Hitler and Mussolini said as they ascended to and consolidated power. And you see those, the names of those dictators and you see the discussion of that period in history all over the news right now because he is saying those things. He is effectively quoting Mussolini and Hitler in some of their most effective propaganda. We want to turn now to get an update on a big story we've been tracking the last couple of days. And Vaughn, you've been following the timing of former President Trump's legal team's expected appeal of the Colorado Supreme Court decision that removed the ex-president from the 2024 primary ballot. Uh, Vaughn. What's the latest? Right. Timing is everything here. And you're looking at all of these primaries beginning. I was going first on January 15th, New Hampshire, one week later on January 23rd. And if the Supreme Court were to affirm the Colorado Supreme Court's decision and disqualify Donald Trump from the ballot in Colorado, that had a far reaching impact, likely removing him from the ballot in all 50 states. And of course, the concern of the Republican Party is the potential nullification of Republican electorates votes as they're trying to select their presidential nominee. I am told that 
that his team does in fact intend to file the appeal and take their chances, take this to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, we expect them to not file that appeal until after Christmas, so sometime most likely next week, but before January 4th, which is the requirement under the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling for them to appeal if in fact Donald Trump were to stay on the ballot as part of the stay of part of that initial order. Yeah, President Biden hasn't weighed in on the merits of the case, but we heard from him this week, Caddy, saying that it was clear that Donald Trump inspired an insurrection, but there's been a lot of debate about the political fallout here. It is a significant and historic ruling. It's an explosive moment in the 2024 presidential campaign. So this is a stunning decision here from the Colorado. Maura Gay, what do you, what do you say to the, um, to the Republican candidate's argument that this should be, the voters should have the say and not the courts? Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with, is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy right. itself. It's clear, uh, it's clear as day. Yeah, uh, David, David from, so the question is, um, who, who is the finder of fact that Donald Trump uh, committed uh, insurrection? Um, we, we, of course, all believe it. I said, okay, Mika, you don't have to dart your eyes around. I was like... You don't have to dart your eyes around. I said on January the, the 7th, Donald Trump should be arrested and, and tried and, and sent to jail. But the question is, uh, under the law, due process under the law, do judges randomly decide that he's an insurrectionist or do people on cable news shows decide he's an insurrectionist? Or does he actually have to be convicted of insurrection by, by federal prosecutors? Look, these, these Republican candidates are all willing to fight for the silver medal. They're all willing to fight each other, but they will not stand up to Donald Trump. They're too scared to fight, and therefore they are too weak to win. So, uh, George Conway, let sure. me ask you. Uh, 14th Amendment talks about someone who's committed insurrection against the United States uh, a Constitution. Who is the finder of fact of that? Uh, people on cable news? Uh, judges in Colorado, or does it need to be a jury in Washington, D.C. Uh, that is hearing a case on whether uh, Donald Trump committed insurrection against the United States Constitution? Well, as a good uh, longtime member of the Federal Society, you have to look at the text of the, of the, of the constitutional provision. And the constitutional provision says nothing about convictions. It, it, they could have easily, when they wrote that provision, said someone convicted of insurrection cannot be held, cannot, be, cannot hold public office. Mm -hmm. It does not say that. And so what that means is the courts are free to determine on their own, you know, based upon, you know, valid judicial processes, um, what is an insurrection 
election and whether the facts meet that. And what happened here was there was a five-day trial where Donald Trump got and his lawyers got to participate, and the judge made extensive findings. A judge that actually kind of ruled for him on a bogus ground found that he engaged in insurrection, found this by not just a preponderance of the evidence, which is your lower, your lower basic civil court standard, but by clear and convincing... Okay, you know, I, I, um, I just can't on this. I mean, I, re- I hate Trump, but I just, the 14th Amendment was never established for this. This is not... The 14th Amendment was established that people that literally were insurrectionists, as in the civil fucking war... I know the left believes that January 6th was the Civil War, the War 1812, Pearl Harbor... Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, good God, there's so many analogies they make. But the reality is, it was people that literally were from the Confederacy who were still voicing open, rebellious statements to the United States of America. The 14th Amendment is literally what the left uses everything for. It was made for slavery and that and a couple other things. And they use it for everything in the world because it was so vaguely written that you can assuage stuff. But as sure as I am a bald dude, folks, that's it's not happening. No, it's it's not happening. It, it's not happening. This is getting overturned. Cause it's not it's not the intent. Mara Gay, why are you standing with Confederates who could betrayed this country? There it is. Then Biden, there's no question. Yeah. This, who processed Colorado Supreme Court justice votes on Trump disqualification, not party. All are Democratic appointees, but law school, all Ivy League grads voted to disqualify. All Denver law grads voted not to disqualify. So they're Ivy Leaguers. They hate them. Joy Behar Joe, the ballot box can't compete with the third-party candidate who will take votes from Joe Biden. And let us not forget the Electoral College. The law must defeat him. And that's what it's about. She said it out loud. The law must defeat him. Liz Cheney came in. On January 6th, Trump thought it would help him to let police officers be violently attacked, so he did. He sat in the White House dining room and watched the attack on television, refusing the hours to tell them off. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you and all the Democrats and all the media watched as the country burned down for three months because a guy had a knee on his back and was dying from a fentanyl-laced meth overdose. And the officer should have gone to jail, as he did, because it was heinous. But you were fine with all sorts, what, 36 cops died, 600 injured, untold civilians were murdered, and you've overturned dropped charges on all of them. Robert De Niro says Joe Biden on a gurney would be referable to Trump, and that's how they look at it. See, all these people that are principled? They're not. They're not principled. They, they don't have any principles. They literally are garbage humans. They believe 
They once again believe that they are the end-all and be-all of democracy while they're all being pretty fucking undemocratic. I mean, whether you believe it or not, it's not democratic to want to overturn the Electoral College because you lost an election. It's not democratic to work mail-in ballots so that you win by an absurd number that everybody knows isn't true. I mean, the left has no basis to even talk about honor and integrity. This is CBS. Deadly pro-drug law. This is happening everywhere. It just happens to be happening in Oregon. And in no time do you hear Democrat. The state of Oregon could soon be under a statewide fentanyl emergency as overdoses there soar to record levels. Some are blaming a first-of-its-kind law passed in 2020, which partly decriminalized possessing certain drugs. Oregon saw the sharpest increase in overdose deaths from synthetic opioids in the U.S. after the legislation took effect. Adam Yamaguchi joined police on patrol in Portland to see the impact of this controversial law. It's the middle of the day in downtown Portland, Oregon. You mind holding up for a second? We're on a ride-along with Portland Police Bike Squad. All right, don't worry about that other thing, all right? You're just going to take it today. Block after block, foil, syringes, and used Narcan canisters litter the streets. The sight of open fentanyl use is inescapable. What did you see that warrants the citation? He was smoking drugs on the sidewalk. 23-year-old Milo McPherson is not facing arrest or criminal prosecution for openly smoking fentanyl. Instead, Portland police officer David Bear hands McPherson a $100 citation. You're going to call one of these numbers, Excellent. do the drug string, they'll pay the ticket for you, and if you want treatment, then give you treatment, okay? Under Oregon's Drug Addiction Treatment and Recovery Act, drugs are decriminalized statewide in an effort to instead help addicts with treatment. Everyone has Narcan? $100 fine, smoking fentanyl in public, don't worry about that. And they're going to either offer you treatment or at least pay the fine for you. But calling the help hotline is voluntary. Since Measure 110 took effect nearly three years ago, more than 6,000 citations have been filed, and 64% have been ignored. Christina Anderson is Program Director at Volunteers of America, Oregon. The organization has received nearly a million dollars in Measure 110 funding and are expanding outreach and services. Anderson says that decriminalization is the best hope for Oregonians struggling with addiction. There are a couple measures that seek to reform, even repeal 110, what would that do? Well, let's say you repeal 110 and you start to criminalize substance use again. What you have is individuals being incarcerated. But every freaking subject is like that. Right now, I'm going to play a little montage. This is going to be uh, Joy Reid. Rwanda is what is happening in Gaza. Get the fuck. That was a civil war with fucking a genocide. Lester Holt is going to talk about a Prague shooting and say it's like America. And then you're going to have two border sound bites. And then we're done with sound bites for politics. Folks, this is all bullshit. Uh, So it is, of course, a humanitarian catastrophe. It's also a foreign policy catastrophe. President Biden has hitched 
the global credibility of America mm -hmm. uh, to the moral credibility of Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah. And that's just a disaster for us around the world. I think of Darfur, I think of Rwanda, I think of previous cases in which the United States sort of watched seemingly helplessly as people died by the, 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 the hundreds of thousands and, so, you know, Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo. But in this case, unlike those cases, this feels like this is us doing it. The human misery is being funded by the United States taxpayers, yet it doesn't seem that U.S. public opinion has any impact. Well, that's right. I think U.S. public opinion, it's important to note, has shifted a lot on this issue and I think is in a different place uh, than the American political establishment is on this. Uh, but at the end of the day, this isn't like uh, Somalia or Rwanda or Sudan uh, because this is our bombs. Uh, this is our weapons that we continue to flow. Uh, you know, there has been a change of tone in the administration uh, and we saw that yesterday at the UN where uh, Deputy U.S. Ambassador Wood uh, spoke about, you know, the need for Israel to change its language on dehumanizing Palestinians. Yeah. Uh, but how do you talk about that and at the same time hold back? We start overseas tonight in a scourge that seems to know no boundaries, a mass shooting on a college campus that this time has taken at least 14 lives in a country where gun crimes are said to be relatively low. Well, President Biden is sending top officials, including the secretaries of state and homeland security, to meet with Mexico's president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, in the coming days about this worsening migrant crisis along the southern border. More than 10,000 migrants a day have been processed every day this week along that U.S.-Mexico border, according to data obtained by CBS News. Texas now flying migrants to Chicago, days after Governor Greg Abbott signed that controversial new law. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signing a controversial new law, allowing state and local authorities to arrest undocumented immigrants and even deport them. Many are calling that law one of the harshest anti-immigration uh, laws in the country. One of the most aggressive laws and approaches a state has taken to try and resolve the immigration issues. And the punishments would be harsher than federal Law. Civil rights groups mount a legal challenge to Texas Bill SB4. Civil rights groups have already threatened to sue. Immigration rights organizations say they are already preparing to file a lawsuit because this encourages racial profiling and denies migrants the right to seek asylum. The ACLU taking legal action, calling it unconstitutional. It's going to open the door to racial profiling. Critics say it will lead to racial discrimination. It will impact our communities. It will impact our community safety. It will separate families. We're hearing from the White House, who is saying that this law is extreme and making Texas communities less safe. The White House also opposed. The law is incredibly extreme, and it does not make, it does not make communities in Texas safer. So, to change subjects, I saw this, this article... And um, you know what angered me? Your daily reminder to avoid marriage. So um, I'm going to soapbox. This is what's wrong with our society. <clears throat> I've talked about it briefly. Everybody thinks they have to look like freaking little debutante music artist or, or 
um, movie stars. They have to be a size zero. Average woman pant size is size 14. Average dress size is 16. They're not zero. Every woman believes they can't have gray hair. Every woman believes they can't ever get wrinkles. Every woman believes... There are so many women on this planet that were like my wife up, up until I caught her. Literally waking up every day and they put makeup on and do their hair and then get back in bed with their husband or their boyfriend. It happens. And fuck that guy. That is a horrible thing to say. Because if you really love somebody, it doesn't matter if they gained weight. It doesn't matter if they get old. It doesn't matter if they get wrinkles and gray hair. That's the purpose of marriage, is to know each other young and go through everything in life and grow old and look like crap. Because you don't have to look good anymore. Because you didn't marry them for the shells. You married them for their spirit. I didn't marry my wife at 18 because she was gorgeous. I was in love with her spirit. I was in love with who she was. So, if I could have like a, I wish I could get a, a, a TikTok channel, and I've thought about starting a YouTube channel on just basic stuff, right? You know, like cover one item 15 minutes and rant, but nobody would listen to it because it's the truth and nobody wants to hear the fucking truth. And the truth is, as a society, we're fucking broke. We spend all our time trying to get fame and fortune and work, look for goddamn likes and... um viral moments and TikToks that get seen a billion times that we don't even live our life. We don't even notice what our life is and that it's empty because the moment you get one thing, you just want more. I mean, I, I know I do a podcast. I've been doing this since 2016 and I don't have a lot of listeners. Lately, there's been a shitload and I appreciate all of them. I'm getting 200, 300 listens. It's great. I enjoy it. And it maybe is a genre change. I don't know. But the point is, This won't bring me satisfaction. It's not going to change the fact that I wake up every day hating myself and in my head is a monologue. A lot like Chester Bennington, I'm not good. I'm not attractive. I'm old. I'm not as physically prowess as I used to be. Women don't like me. I don't get any compliments anymore. I have a wife that's my roommate. All those things bother me, but it just keeps spinning and spinning. And then they give me medicine to fix my stomach, and that makes it worse to the point that I had to back off the dose they wanted me to because I was in a perpetual daydream, basically stoned out of my fucking mind, having horrible thoughts all day long, to which the point I was crying, and I didn't even know why I was crying. And then I realized, because I kept having the same goddamn thought going over my head, that I am garbage. It's a mental illness. I know it. I'm trying to get seen. But because the VA is so fucked up, I've been waiting for four weeks for an appointment. For telemedicine. That's what they put me in. Because everything's overloaded. Because it's just not vets. It's kids. It's, ki it's young LGBT kids. It's everybody is so mentally fucked. Because we keep thinking we have to be what we're not. And we strive for what we'll never be. I say it all the time. There's a point of a percentage. A tenth of a percent. That are Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. The prom queen and prom 
king of all things, and they get shoved in your memory banks. And whether you want to learn or see or know about the Christmas, about you can't even go to Instagram, where I follow none of that shit without being shoved with their perfect fucking life. And it makes your life garbage. That's what you think. And when I wasn't mentally bad two years ago, I never paid attention to any of that shit. I couldn't tell you who Taylor Swift was. I had one album. It was really good. I mean, I know she's an icon and a great artist. People like her music. I don't, but people do. She's an icon. And I think 1989's like Dark Side of the Moon and Nevermind and a lot of other albums that are iconic. They changed music. So I respect that craft, a craft I've always desired to have because I can write the words, but I can't get the sounds. I can write great lyrics. As said, I've given them to people. They played them. None of them went big. They were all local. But I, I have a journal full of shit that's really good. I've had people read it and go, that's that's good, man. Those are good lyrics. But I can't get the tune because I don't have the gift. And I gave up on guitar and I gave up on piano. Now I'm old as fuck, so what's the point? You're going to do a 55-year-old fucking or 56-year-old rock star? It's not happening. <clears throat> so I, I, I respect it. But I never cared. But you're onslaughted all the time with the perfect people and how awesome they are and how garbage you are. And if you have a mental illness like I do of manic depression and you've just gone through the worst phase of your life, worse than combat, worse than the total fucking loneliness of being in a trailer where I lost my mind over two years and tried to deaden myself with alcohol and I talked to coyotes. Every time I get in one of these moods, I'm back in that trailer by myself and there's nothing but burning silence. Sleep Token, I play a lot on here, and people probably go, why the fuck is that guy so obsessed? Because the lyrics are my soul. It is what I feel. It's what I hear. It's the longing for what I can't have, and I never will have. And then you get inundated with what society says is good, and you're constantly reminded that you're garbage. You're none of those things. And I'm of the age that I know soon I'm going to die and I'm nothing. I will never be anything. I'll be a headstone. And it's soul crushing. So I had to stop a medicine that literally was making me so much better on this nerve and stomach thing. <clears throat> because it made me mentally worse. I couldn't listen to music. I would go on my walks and just have terrible thoughts because it was making it worse. And this picture epitomizes it. What's wrong with that woman? She's in her fucking 60s. She was fabulous when she was younger and she's fabulous on the right. She's a woman. She's lived her life, raised kids, raised grandkids, had a career. I looked it up. But she's garbage because she got some weight. 
There are very few people that go their life looking beautiful. I won't be surprised someday if you see a robot face Taylor Swift and a face-lifted Travis Kelsey because they won't know what to do when there's a moment in their life they're not beautiful anymore because they're beautiful people. So what's my point? The point is you're good enough. You're just fine the way you are. And if people around you don't see you that way, then fuck them. They're not the people for you. If the guy you're with or the girl you're with can't see that you're amazing, that's the wrong person. Because when it all comes down to it, we're all going to be wrinkly, old, saggy pieces of shit. There's nothing you can do to stop that. If you're a woman, I don't care how much underwire you put on, your boobs are going to sag. If you're a guy, you better start putting underwear on because your nuts are going to be dragging on the ground. I know it's vulgar, but that's life. That's what it is. That's the, the, the gravity effect. And everything else sags. I have tattoos that are unreadable now. They've faded like I have. I have no hair. And if I shave this beard off, I look like a grandpa, and it breaks my soul. Because all of a sudden, I realize I'm old. It just happened. And it happened because my life was garbage. I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost freaking possessions that I meant something to. I became a roommate to my wife. We're, we're roommates. And we're trying to fix that. But we spend most of our time in pain or I'm sick. And outside, all you had was this inundation of young, perfect people for the last year that's all we've seen and it got in my head and it came in there with the mental illness I have and it twisted up and it just started spinning and I couldn't make it stop spinning because I was on a medicine that made it spin someday I'm going to fix me and I'm going to do what I just said I'm going to look in that mirror and say I'm good enough there's nothing wrong with me I fought at 9,000 feet and got a goddamn Heroes Award for it. I did a whole career, then I did another whole career. I raised kids, I raised grandkids, and it's good enough for me to go to the grave with that because I loved a woman since 1986. If that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. But if you are out there and you feel you're not good enough, You are. There are only a percentile of perfect people. But I bet if we strip it back and we get in there, and I'm not dogging these two people, but they're shoved in our face. I go on Instagram. I cannot stop seeing them. I just get so angry because it's part of my mental illness and it makes me feel way worse. So I try to block. I try to purge. I clean caches. I can't even go to Instagram anymore. I just post my picture and I run away because it's just constant, beautiful people. They're so beautiful. Look at their beautiful party. And they're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. And I'm not. I'm spinning here going, I'm garbage. I am less than. I am a piece of crap. And it just keeps killing me inside because I never cared before. I just never cared. But now I do. She's going to alter her face. He's going to go through a huge letdown when he can't play football. Someday she's going to have to figure out who the fuck Taylor is because she doesn't know. She's been a brand since she's 14. Respect it. Not dogging it. 
He's got to figure out what he wants to do with his life because they're kids. And when I was 34 and when you were 34, we looked much better. I mean, I had sway goo at 34. I was 220 pounds of muscle. At my height, that's a big motherfucker. And people didn't fuck with me. The whole world fucks with me now because I'm an old man. 34, I walked in a room. Women noticed and men did. I wasn't the best looking, but I wasn't ugly. My eyes got me some looks and compliments. Now I could walk down the road naked and nobody notices. But that's life. So I'm going to fix me. I'm going to get to counseling. I'm going to start trying to get those voices out of my head. You know, I saw that Chester Bennington video. I think I talked about it last That thing, that scared me. It made me realize I'm him. When I get in this head, it's not good. It is all bad. And it's constant. It's in my dreams. It's in my thoughts. It doesn't go away. And I have to make it go away or I'm going to end up just like him. And there's no reason for it. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm sick. I have an illness that is making my body trashed. It makes me not be able to eat. It makes me not be able to sleep. It still fucks with me and they don't even know what it is and they can't fix it. And I now know I have a mental illness. I I have problems. I should have gotten seen. But I didn't go because I got laughed at. And so I left because I was crying. I'll be man enough to say I have cried more in the last 20 months than I've cried in my entire life. And I don't even know why I'm crying. It just became too much. I hit a wall and everything in my life when I hit a wall I was the Kool-Aid man I could go through it I could handle pain I can handle rejection I can handle failure I could handle those things and I can't anymore because I didn't get me fixed I didn't fix my head the traumas of losing friends the trauma of combat where there was a couple incidents that really scared me and I never got it fixed the trauma of losing Scott Carl the trauma of losing the love of my life because we became roommates. All those things piled up. So if you're me, go get help. If you're feeling less than because Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the media push that you have to look like something you can never be, stop. You're good enough. And that's my soapbox. Some quick hits, and they're going to tick-tack paddywhack. Ah, uh, yeah, there was a Air Force One list, and guess who was on it? Hunter. You know, <clears throat> that whole thing, I just have to say one thing. Put an R behind Biden's name. Is it okay? No. No, no, it's not okay. The border, we had a nice little sound bite there, but uh, there... The, Dude, this this is this is this is criminal. I say it all the time. It's Chris. It just it's fucking it's it's criminal. 
What we're doing at the border is not humane. There are more kids in cages than Trump could ever try to do, because remember, he did it, even though it was Obama who did it, but we didn't care when Obama did it. Only PBS reported it, and then we got rid of it. <clears throat> New, Biden's reluctance to acknowledge his physical limitations at age 81 is causing some tension on his team, as senior aides and First Lady Jill Biden push him to, to, to rest more and be more vigilant. How much more can he rest? Anybody? Bueller? Ferris Bueller. He's taken more vacations than any president at any time. He has the lowest approval rating of any president at any time. And there's one reason he has approval rating that's so low. He is an old fucking dude. I'm going to tell you right now, unequivocally, at my age, 56, I shouldn't be president. Shouldn't be president. I ain't got it. Yeah, I, I don't have it. I know I don't have it. I, I, I am physically disabled. I have serious problems that I would I, I couldn't do the job. I just know I couldn't do the job. It, it's pretty uh, simple. He's fucking 81. Seriously, man. Come on. Come on, man. So a couple quick hits. This is uh, <clears throat> Kamala Harris. Camila, Kamala, Kamula. I like it. You like it. Who the, who the fuck knows? How to, I hear her name being said by the White House differently every time I fucking hear it. So I remember that was a big deal. <clears throat> Reproductive freedom. Hey, everyone. So I have some news. We're heading back out on the road. This time, we are going to start our Fight for Our Reproductive Freedoms Tour. We're going to start in Wisconsin. We're going to be organizing. We're going to be gathering. We're going to be building coalition and community to fight for reproductive freedom. There is a full-on attack in our country against the ability of people to just make decisions about their own body and their life. So join me. I will see you soon, and take care. Next one is just fucking amazing. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that once again um, goes unnoticed and they get away with. And we really, we literally just had the last administration. It was always alternate facts. Remember that? This is Kirby from the podium saying it's rubbish that we left a bunch of weapons for ISIS to use. That what Kevin Pak said, the weapons that the Taliban used were the weapons that the U.S. left in Afghanistan, the goggles. I haven't seen those reports, but let me remind you, please, take the opportunity to remind you, we didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. Yeah, that's, that's fucking, that, that, that... That angers me. I lost so many goddamn friends over there, and they just get a fucking lie. This is Vox. How Republicans are weaponizing anti-Semitism to take down DEI. Anti-Semitism. Really? Really? We're going to go with that? Then there's this one. This surprises me. This is Alec Baldwin ripping an anti-Palestine person. 
Oh, ask your question. Is that your answer? Is that your answer? You ask stupid questions. You can then ask me a question. That's pretty damn surprising, huh? Then we get to Christmas, because we're going to go into TikTok, TikTac, whatever the fuck, cover Christmas. Let me see if I can get this fucking thing to work. It's not working. Oh, man. you got to be kidding me. There we go. All right. Boop. Okay, it's not going to do it. Um, let's try this. Hmm. That's that's weird. Uh, well, let's... Let's... let's uh, oh, that's why. I never put the fucking pictures in it. Okay. That could be a problem. Could be a problem. And boom, there we go. Okay, so we have NBC News once again um, with uh, the race shit. It's always about race. When you buy Santa pajamas for your kids, do you pause to examine the color of Santa's skin? Well, he was a white dude, so I guess we do. This shit. Tucking turtle doves and a pronoun for trannies. I'm going to play it in a second. But more importantly, this. This this bothers me. This, um... It's bad. It's bad. It's just bad. It, uh, uh, I just talked about it. And it's embarrassing. I don't want to talk about it. But I thought about it. And I said, you know, I'm going to start talking about me. Which is, nobody wants to hear. But... I'm like, I'm going to talk about my head because my head ain't good. It's obvious if you've listened to the show a long time, my, my head's pretty effed up. And so I'm going to talk about it because I keep reading these stories about vet suicides and they're freaking everywhere and they're sad and it, it's the same problem I'm running into. Man, you can't get help. You know, you just can't. It's just ridiculous that a month ago I asked for a freaking appointment just to talk to somebody. But then they said, well, we can't get somebody to give you medicine. I said, I didn't want medicine. I wanted to just talk. I wanted to be able to talk things out. And yeah, they never got back to me. They gave me, well, we're going to um, call you back next week or out to the new year. Because vacation is more important than your mental health. And that's where we are. That's that's the world for vets right now. It's It's not pretty and that's why there's 150,000 suicides we just can't unpack all the things and then when you do go to unpack them well let's be honest they don't really want to talk about that they they want to talk about what mom did dad did and all that shit that's that's what they want to talk about so our last thing is this unpacking craziness for christmas will take us into our tiktok and close it out i was going to do a woke but we're at uh 54 minutes so i'm gonna keep it short and uh we'll wait till uh after christmas to do a longer show
Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for Betsy. Been enough for good girl, Santa baby, and hurry it on my chimney tonight. You don't, you, you don't agree with a woman, I mean a trans woman, going into the restroom because she was born male. Why the does it matter? It's like racism. You, you don't f*** a person because of the, the, the skin color or, or their race or where they come from. It's the same thing because you don't understand the trans experience because you don't know what it is. You think it's foolish. You think it's crazy. You think it doesn't make sense. That's not my problem because you are breaking the law by discriminating me. <laughs> the eyes of the law has already told me that if you see me as a boy and I identify as a woman, you are therefore being transphobic and doing an act of violence because doxing to someone who's trans and targeting their gender identity and on top of that, trying to, trying to get me taken away with certain things that aren't even true and slandering me, you realize that is, I could so do you for this. Hope I don't have to say that trans women can be biologically female. Uh, surgeries exist that can change uh, your sex. But I paid $5,000 to be a woman. This would mean I'm not really a woman. It's, I'm, just a, I'm just a guy with a mutilated penis. Basically, yes. I have herpes. If I want to have unprotected sex, I have to tell them. I don't know how this is going to affect my dating life.
Good morning! Merry Christmas! Because it's TikTok, you, yeah, I just typed in Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it appears that's problem problematic, <laughs> which I think is so freaking funny. So let's go through these and let's rate them on Christmassy. All right. And, uh, trying to remember this song I know the song because I listened to it and I don't remember it uh, so let's see um she didn't need to point down to her vagina. We're picking it up. So I'm, I'm going to rate these like this is uh, uh let's rate it like we're on uh, American Idol for sluts. So American Slut Idol. And I don't know why we're pointing down to our vagina. We we got the idea that that's your kitty. I mean, I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I'm pretty smart. You know, I, I know the mechanics and I know the names and yeah. I got it. But I, I once again, 
don't understand why we're we're we're, we're this is your Christmas. This is your Christmas. Uh, man, that's uh, that's inappropriate. I'm just saying it's it's inappropriate. To me, it's very inappropriate, but uh, I'm an old man. This one I kind of like. Holly Jolly Christmas. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Now, the problem with that is, man, have you guys checked out the White Christmas? My God, you know, um, I'm really surprised that the global warming people are not losing their shit right now because there doesn't seem to be a lot of Christmas, right? But we have snow next week, which is pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Um, We're supposed to get three inches one night, which I'm really excited about that. I, I could use some. Some Christmas cheer. Here's another one, a little less slutty. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 stop. Oh, no, no. We're going to, this is the last one. I fucked up. I looked at the pretty tree, and this is our, my final statement. This young girl's pretty. I have a feeling she's not home alone. I, I think she's full of shit. I mean, she doesn't look like Macaulay Culkin. So I don't think she's... Well, you used to get the joke. Yeah, sorry. That was a bad joke. Um, yeah, we're going to move on. Now, I see a lot of these on the Timu um, or Ally Express, which I bought hats. Um, uh, one was the black Arcteryx knockoff. This is a real Arcteryx. And then I got this Viking hat, which is really cool. Look, at least it looks like cool. And it was like five bucks for the bundle when the wife wanted something. So I, you know, I always sneak shit in. Like a, you know, I got a thermometer for walking. And uh, I don't think these girls like doing this. Sexy cookie. Hmm. I, I think for that culture, at least Korea that I noticed, it is very uncomfortable for them. You, you just don't see that in public. You know, and I was in Itaewon. I remember my last time we were brought in late at night. We're right next to all the clubs in a hotel. And, um, man, you don't see girls really acting like that, so... Here's another American Surprising my boyfriend in a saucy Christmas outfit. Ho, 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 holy, ho, 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 Jesus, baby. Who brought Mrs. Claus the time? Yes, baby, why are you filming me? Babe, what in the hell hell is going on here? You are looking sexy. Do you like it? Oh, my God, it's not about whether I like it. I think I'll like it better off. Let's, no, don't do that. No, no, don't do that too much. Let's go to the bedroom right now. Let's go to the bedroom right now. I think I've already got to go in. Let's go to the bedroom. Okay, that was staged. That was really staged, but you got to shave to wear that outfit, and I don't mean your legs. Here's another girl saying she's sending pictures to her hubby. Yeah. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is 
See, what I don't like about that one, and you know, once again, I know I'm the old guy in the room. Um, she's a nice girl. Don't don't do that shit. I mean, it's cool to send pictures to your hubby and stuff. I used to get selfies. I didn't get, well, I get sometimes. Back in the day, I got some, like in 2000, you know, 25 years ago or 23 years ago. I get a few sexy pictures from the wife. But you don't tell the world you're doing that. Once again, why do we hit send? I don't understand some of this stuff. In your bedroom, in your relationship, that should be between you and your partner, not the world. Here's another girl. This is all I can find, seriously. Nice girl. You're putting out the sugar. All you're going to get is flies. That's all you're getting is flies. You're not, you're not, yeah, not good. If you want to see some wet ass pussy. This dude named Michael used to ride motorcycles. Tick, bigger than a tower. I don't think Santa's going to that house. I'm just throwing it out there. I think Santa's like, oh, freaking hell no. That's a lot of trouble in that room. That's all I'm going to say. Next. Once again, don't know what the hell that has to do with Christmas. I can't figure it out. Wow. Okay. With a mask. So that that's old. Here are some nice ones. I thought these were kind of cute. I thought that was a cute video. Girls' night out, just hanging out, making some homemade pizzas. That's That was cute. I, I think that's a nice Christmassy mo one. This is another one that came in that I really thought was sweet. It was very sweet. And they're doing the same okay, thing, but they're doing like order. cookies or something. Yeah. Santa's coming to Santa. Santa! Okay, See, I think that's, that's sweet. I like those. Th there was a stretch of them. You know, we got the hoary shit, and then we start getting into the, the cute things, and here's a, a cute girl. Or another cute one. Yeah, that's cute. See that? I think you send. You should hit send on that. It's very cute. I thought it was very cute. I like those. Here's another one with the uh, short dress. Yeah, I have so many inappropriate things about stuffing socket stockings that I'm just gonna move on because this is a G-rated. Well, it's not G. I curse a lot. This one, I don't know what's about Christmas. Have a holly jolly Christmas. XOXO, sneak The little black dress. I remember, I have a picture. Hold on a second, do I got it here? Well. 
Son of a bitch. It's on the desk somewhere. Tenth anniversary, Gigi in our little black dress. My God in heaven. That was such a good anniversary. We went out to Adamus Mark Hotel in Columbia. Fancy dinner that we were just getting used to. We were starting to make some money. I was a staff sergeant, and she had a job, and we were living pretty good. Um, and uh, we're putting our marriage back together because we had some problems. And we went into the fancy restaurant, and we weren't used to that, right? You, you, we're used to going to Golden Corral and shit. And we go in this five-star restaurant where they serve us food that's mini, right? It, it's that Gordon Ramsay shit. You know, you, you have a piece of meat that's like this big, and you go, where's the fucking beef? And then you finish the meal and your stuff because it's like real food. And um, I did that one right. I had like the... Kenny G duo tones, which used to be our love music, and um, Depeche Mode Violator. And we had an incredible one, and it's a very happy memory because that started us on our recovery, right? We started putting our marriage back together and looking back at each other, and we stopped having hallway sex where you just pass, say fuck you. And we started a lot of our traditions of kiss, your, kiss each other before you go to bed stop time at least talk and hold hands before you go to sleep have some kind of connection it all started right about then so those are happy memories and i i miss her in a dress she's so pretty but she doesn't think so so i don't get dresses this one's a mistletoe one i thought it was kind of cute kiss me I thought that was cute. That's a cute. That's a cute one. That's a hit send. That was a cute video. Um, I can't remember this one, so let's check it out. Oh wait, that's the same ladies we had before. Hmm. Okay, Calypso Christmas. All right, moving on. This isn't too bad. So what he really wants for Christmas is impressionist dancing. What do they call that? I can't remember. That used to be the Do You Think You Can Dance where they do that whatever the hell that dancing is. I don't think he wants to dance like that. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not an expert on thing, but I'm old as shit, so I am an expert on the shit. So, yeah, I know I'd do the thing. <laughs> just don't do it anymore. Um, another don't know what this has to do with Christmas, but this is the algorithm I got. That's cute. That's a cute outfit. Oh, that's really cute. I approve of that video. That was a cute video. That wasn't sexy. I mean, we're not slutty. It was very sexy. That was nice. Nice video. Kind of trying on clothes, telling the guys, I'll wear some of this for you. This one's more sexy. Now that's a hit send. That's sexy. She's a little slutty in it, but you know what? She's covered up. It's a cute little outfit. I like that. That's a good one. 
for the sexy version, that's good. She gets an A+. We're going to get to the really <laughs> naughty one in a second. I, I, it was the first thing that came up, I swear to God. So I'm assuming this was a big Christmas favorite in the group or on TikTok or whatever. What the fuck does that have to do with Christmas? I don't understand. Once again, Christmas. I just searched Christmas. And I got Sledathon. Listen, I don't have a shopping problem. I have a Christmas problem. I love Christmas. Listen. There's a lot of these that I saw. There was one on here that literally the entire house is full of Christmas. They laid the presents out. And... I don't think that's a good... You know, we've had Christmas... when We were... Not to brag, but we were rich for a while, you know, for about eight years. And I remember we had one where we really went all in, right? She had Tiffany's to Jeep shit from... Um, God, what's the fucking place? I can't remember now because I don't remember the damn... Um, Quadra, Quadratech. And um, when we got done, we were like, it's not a special... Like, it was just too much. We bought so much shit. Because it was our first real Christmas that we had a bunch of money. And I got a tablet and a computer. And, I mean, I it was too much. Like, three jerseys. Then the next year, we went back to just doing, hey, here's the limit. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to spend this much on each other. And it was much more appreciative, right? Because you just had special gifts that you bought for each other. It was really nice. Um, my favorite was last year's, where we made stuff for each other. We bought some nice stuff. But we made stuff, and it was really cool. I still have what she made me. Um, I thought it was really great. You know, I don't think I showed this. I don't think it's in here, is it? Yeah, I'll show it in a second. That She did a painting for me for Christmas and gave it to me early. Um, it's really cute. Here is a uh, choir, and it's TikTok. I guess this is... Uh, we wish you a sexy Christmas and a naughty new year. I think it's cute. They're very good. That's a nice, tight little coral. Nice arrangement. But, yeah. I don't think Santa's coming to their house. I'm just throwing it out there. Nasty, naughty Christmas. Yeah, okay, that's cool. But I don't think Santa's coming. I think Santa's going to say, go get fucked. This one is, and I used to have the app. Yep. And I don't remember the name of the app. And it's really cool. I used to do all these crazy videos. Something FX. Graphics X FX, and I have a subscription to it, so it's like I have all these videos that you can shoot a video, and I think I've done on the show like outside and an atomic bomb that goes off, and it looks really good. And the one that I used to use for the grandkids, and it was really cool, I'd send the grandkids um, this video, and it was Santa Slay, and we did it above the house, and Santa landed on your house, and then Santa flew away. And it was—it looks so friggin' real. But this one is Santa's a badass, which I thought was cool. Hey, 
That's freaking cool. I like that a lot. So, for our A+, the sluttiest, and I have so many. I have like 50 TikToks. So, the next time we do our TikTok, man, I have a lot of TikTok. Oh, wait a minute. I got some. Hold on a second. I guess I have some more. Um, Let's see. Christmas, 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 Christmas. There's Christmas. I guess I misrouted them. Um, two seconds. So I want to make sure I get all the Christmas. Here's all the Christmas. Christmas, 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 Christmas. That's Christmas. What is that? Let me see if I can get that to work. Hold on a second. I'm trying to get a video to go. And I'm trying to... uh, uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, Hold one. I'm going to do something. I'll come right back up. Okay, I got the last ones. Um... Here are some more. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hate that I remember. I wish I could forget what you did last December. This is cute. I like this. For your words, how could you do it? Do it, do it, do it. That was cool. I like that one. That That's actually really cute. Um, Good for them. I'm, see, I'm trying to get, for the love of Pete, man, I'm trying to, I don't know who Pete is, but I'm trying to get a file because something happened in their neighborhood, and that's how I wanted to close this. And I, for God's sake, I can't get the damn thing to load. So um, I, that's why I'm kind of stalling for time here and doing these last ones because it was so cute, but I, I can't get it to work. I'm trying to load it on two different sources. Here's another one. This is fucking adorable. I'm so glad I grabbed this. I, I wish we'd have done this for our kids. Look at that. That right there is that Christmas freaking magic right there. Look at that. That is so cute, man. That's super mom. Good on you. I really wish I we'd seen stuff like that, right? With your kids, you look back at those precious ones when they still believed and they thought, you know... Man, that was so magical. I freaking loved it. I got it. lip smackers. Listen, I know about Santa, so where the frick is the Dior lip oil that I asked for? Heelys, are you serious? Are you serious right now? What the fuck? I asked for a platform of minis, not some knockoff from Target. It's Polly Pocket. God. It's literally Polly Pocket. God, I'm not even finished this. This is going to give me PTSD. That is, I God, I remember those Christmases. We were just like, shut your face hole. We spent so much money, and you're bitching about everything. Shut it. I'm not bitter, though. I'm not bitter at all. Here's another one. Uh, look at all our presents. It's beginning to look a lot That's the one like I was looking for. There, look at that. That's not Christmas. That's crazy. That's just freaking crazy. It's so freaking crazy. How why would you have that many presents? It's not fun.
That's a really pretty dress. That's why I picked it. It's inappropriate. Now our ultimate slut marathon ends with these two. And Matt, the white boots. I want you to find the white boot girl. I want you to marry her. And I want you to move in my house. I won't hit on her. I just want to look at her. Because this one made me feel things. I felt inappropriate because it's not age appropriate. I'm a married man, but what the fuck? Ready? Begin. Walking in the winter Santa's coming to their house. I'm just throwing it out there. Santa's coming. It's happening. Now, to close on a positive, I'm going to shut this out and play a video from my neighborhood, which is so damn cute. These people came up with this. We waited up till like 8 and waited for them to come by because they got, you know, they went through the whole damn neighborhood. This was pretty badass. Merry Christmas. Thank you. That's really cool. Merry Christmas. Christmas! Alrighty then, maybe I should have the mic over. Sorry, I had a family Zoom and I have walked off, but now we are going to finish with a quick Freedom Tunes and close it out. everybody are you ready to review the tapes time to see what really happened on january 6th stop the steal stop the steal stop the steal stop the steal Christmas has been canceled after the January 6th tapes reveal that Santa was among those rioting at the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. Leaked phone calls confirm that Santa was motivated by a belief that Joe Biden stole the 2020 election. I saw all of it. It's in my naughty list. If they get away with it, Trump will never beat the deep state. He's a lunatic. This man needs help. I'll help him do a punch in the face for hurting America. This revelation, coupled with the ADL's 2018 decision to list Santa as anti-Semitic for not delivering presents to Jewish kids, casts further suspicion on all who celebrate Christmas. We need to do something about these Santa-adjacent Christo-fascists. We've confirmed that just 12 days before January 6th, Santa visited the home of every single member of the Proud Boys and also broke into the home of every prominent Democrat in what we're now calling the December 25th pre-insurrection. We must stop this terrorism. If elected, I vow to increase funding for the war on Christmas. 
Oh, golly, we go live now to Santa's trial. Doesn't Santa have a right to trial by his peers? What do these degenerate DC urbanites have in common with jolly old Saint Nick? Christopher Kringle, if that is your real name. Oh, it is. My question for you is whether you still remember the name Julia Markinov. Huh? What? I don't know what you're talking about. You dated for six months. I don't remember. Maybe you should check twice. Case dismissed, case dismissed! We will not be pursuing charges against one Chris Kringle. Merry Christmas! What the hell is going on here? We are not letting this lunatic go! He's guilty, and the state is pressing charges! Guilty? Me? Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, what's that? You're naughty list? Oh, no, no. In fact, some might say it's your naughty list, Mr. District Attorney. You don't scare me. Well, you certainly scare me. A man with this kind of browser history deciding the fate of thousands? That's impossible! Nothing's impossible with a little Christmas magic! We're dropping all charges! We will not prosecute this man! I'm afraid that won't be enough! You're sick men, both of you, and Santa wants to help you get better! Santa wants to help all of you get better! The FBI may have destroyed all the evidence on that little island. That's enough, take him out. But I see you while you're sleeping. What the? And I know when you're awake. No! <laughs> Santa can move very quickly, and so can his little helpers. This town has many secrets, but not as many as it thinks it does, because somebody has been. Watching all along, and the things he's seen have made it very difficult for him to remain jolly. We find him guilty of subversion. Oh, 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 oh. We find him guilty of crimes against the people. We find him guilty of betraying the party. Ah! Guilty, guilty, guilty. He's too powerful. Our science can't rival his magic. And what about his weaponry? We don't stand a chance! His magical workshop elves carved each of those M4s with the spirit of love and good cheer! And then scratched the serial numbers off. Cut the crap. I want to know who's supplying Santa's arsenal. He's our only ally in that region. As soon as we confirmed his existence, we began supplying him with weapons and funding. You fools! And I've made great use of those stocking stuffers. Oh, oh, no! no! Well, I've got to hand it to you, Mr. Kringle. I was skeptical at first, but this country's in far better shape than it was before. Oh, oh, oh. And now that I have the NSA under my control, I can far more accurately craft my list. Yeah. Y wait, I thought you saw everything before you overthrew the government. Oh, 
Oh, no, no. You mean you weren't able to see people when they were sleeping or know when they were awake? Don't be silly. That's just to get children to behave. And they're behaving now, aren't they? So how had you been making the naughty and nice lists we went to trial with? I've mostly always just guessed. Oh, 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 oh. How did you know the 2020 election was stolen? Because it says on qpatriotnewsblog.wordspot.net that they did it! Trump has secretly been president this entire time, and he's coming to save us! On January 12th, he's going to reveal he was secretly president this whole time! It's just a few weeks away. I just need to keep his seat warm until he decides to return to clean up the mess I didn't get yet! No, no! The entire cabal of lizard people! I can't identify all of them! We aren't finished with the executions yet, but... Oh! 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 How many innocent people have we killed? Why are you doing this, Richard? So you can go back to being ruled by pedophiles? I trusted you, Santa! I believed in you. I know you did. You were on the nice list. We never should have given you the power you had. I thought you really had something! It was just chewing on bullshit. That's why all those people had to die. Richard, did you ever notice the part of QAnon that upset the media the most of all is the part that says Trump is still president and not that pedophiles run the government? Is it because <clears throat> they know one of those things is true and it's not the one that frightens them? <sighs> Maybe Santa had a point. Everyone knows about Epstein's Island, and that all of our leaders were there, and every mention of it gets reduced to QAnon nonsense. But then I wonder, how much innocent blood was shed during our show trials? How many lives lost in the coup? I'm certain many of those executed were guilty, but we'll never know how much innocent blood has cried out to the ground for vengeance on our behalf. On that day, I vowed never to follow someone simply because they put work. And that wraps up another episode of Flyover Politic Podcast. Share with your family and friend. Go to Flyover Politic with K at SoundCloud, Rumble, 482467, FOPpodcast at gmail.com for communication with the show. Really ask you if you're out there new and you're listening, because uh, I see so many new listeners, please send an email and say, hey, I'd like to hear about this or whatever. Um, I'm thinking about peeling off and... Uh, doing a second show that'll be not the one I had before where I tried something simple but it's literally just going to be more of a music review or something I don't know, something for YouTube try to get something on YouTube and um, I'll put it out as a podcast too it's two days from Christmas I hope you and yours have a Merry Christmas Santa hooks you up we will go with the uh, next show um, 27th Nope, 26. We'll go 26, December, year of our Lord, 2023. Until then, disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the yeah yeahs, And enjoy your family time. Uh, Christmas is just the best time of the year. So until next time, take care and Merry Christmas. Every death is a tragedy, y'all. It's seven lives.